There is a way to be vulnerable, to have the outlets to be vulnerable, to do it regularly, however, not place the burden on your family. My name is Johnny Elsasser, and I'm a former Special Operations U.S. Army Ranger and Tactical Commander to the U.S. Ambassador's Protective Detail. I have seen the struggle even the most hardened men have faced when they combat their inner demons, and I am here to shine a light on those struggles to show that no man is exempt from adversity and internal pain. Men from all walks of life share their stories of hardship, darkness, and perseverance so that every man knows that whatever he is going through, he is not alone. Evolution for Men begins now. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Art of Masculinity. I uh, was sent a video the other day on Instagram, and I really wanted to check this. I really want to check this out because I I, I loved... I'm going to back up a second. So first, the post kind of triggered me a little bit because this guy's talking about being vulnerable as a man with their wife and like kids. So he's talking about how you cannot do that. So at first I had like this triggering effect. Like I have that natural rebel in me when someone says something, especially matter of factly, I'm like, oh, okay, no, no, no. That's like, there's another side to this conversation. And there truly is another side to that conversation. But the more I sat with what he was saying, the more I actually finally found myself agreeing. Now, listen to me, we're going to talk about this for this episode and I'm going to explore why. But he was talking about how men just cannot be vulnerable with their wives and with their kids. And oh man, a lot of times I want to disagree with this, but I get what he was saying and why he was saying it. And that was part of part of the reason why you have to look at this in the context of what he was really talking about. And I wanted to explore it on here because I think it is a really good conversation to be having. I think it's a really good conversation, one, for us men to talk about, but then number two, for women to really understand the concept of this for men, the concept in which, in, in the perception in which men are seen within the family structure. So when he's talking about this, he's, he's talking about, can men truly be vulnerable with their wives, right? And with their kids. And that question is followed up by, and I don't know if he does in, in the, the talk he was having, I don't think he did, but what this gets followed up by for me is if a man is vulnerable with his wife and his kids, does it expose them to weakness as the strength and protector of the family, not having it all together? So does it actually expose the entire family to weakness when the protector of the family? Now you can, uh, this, is a, this is a larger conversation. We're not going to get it into this in this, this particular podcast, but the protector role of a man, we're going to by de facto just agree that the protector role always falls on the man in the family. That is, that is by lineage. That is what we have been given. Our ancestors handed this to us predominantly a lot of good reasons on why men are the protectors of the family. So without getting a debate on this, let's just all agree that this is a role that men fill. Does this expose that family to weakness and deteriorate the confidence of the woman and the kids in the man to protect and hold that masculine role? Now, we're going to talk a little more about what this domino effect has on the family, but that's the second question that has to be asked. Does this 
now deteriorate the confidence that the women and the children have in the man. Now, I don't have another woman on here with me today, and maybe you know I'll have to explore this with Taylor and bring her on or, or bring somebody else on and have a conversation around this because women, you have to ask yourself if your man is vulnerable with you. And what I mean by vulnerable, I'm talking about a dude saying the things that are that are causing him to struggle in life, like being open about his quote unquote perceived weaknesses, quote unquote his struggles, quote unquote his issues or shadows, the things that make him uncertain about himself and his performance as a man. Like if he shares those with you, does that deteriorate your perception of him? Now, a lot of women I know inherently are going to say, no, that makes me more attracted to him. But subconsciously, if we aren't adding the subconscious into the conversation and subconsciously is the women are looking to the men to be protectors because that's how we've evolved socially that now becomes part of the conversation you know and i don't know that there's even any studies done on this i would recommend that if you're a scientist social scientist and you're listening to this episode maybe this is one that you need to do because i think personally if you're if i'm going to be honest about this my opinion is that i think a woman's inherent view of the men in their lives when they become vulnerable specifically their husbands right or their their long-term partner that they're sexually intimate with I think in particular, when we look at that relationship, it by default has to be impacted if a man is vulnerable with her because she's built to lean into him as the the rock of the family, the rock of the relationship, the one where he's unwavering that when chaos happens or stress happens, he's the one that holds the ground. When, When the family is threatened in any way, shape, or form, he holds the ground. Like That's what women have been conditioned socially as well. So we have the protector that's socially passed on to the men, and then we have this reliance on the men to be the protector socially passed on to the women. So I think subconsciously, we really have to acknowledge the fact that that plays that that has to play a role in women. And consciously, women probably want to be like, yeah, that wouldn't some women. Yeah, that probably would. But some women, they're like, hey, it wouldn't affect me. But I think subconsciously it would. So this is where I really found this conversation intriguing and why I was sitting there being like, okay, like maybe I get what he's saying. I, I, I get where he's coming from contextually when he says this. Do I necessarily 100% agree? I don't know that I do, but we're going to get into some other ways because I'm not just going to give you guys a problem and not give you a solution. We're going to get into some ways where men can expose that vulnerability, not necessarily in the relationship aspect, but he's able to have an outlet for it. So that becomes the question. And and so for every woman listening, ask yourself this honest question, like, would it deteriorate your value for your man? Maybe you're not in a relationship, but think about a man in the future that you would be potentially like could be a partner, right? Like, so whatever. And ask yourself, like, would that affect your view of him and anybody in a relationship? Think about it. Would it affect your view of him if he were to be that vulnerable? If he were to show you those weaknesses and particularly show you the struggles or the things that make him less confident in himself? So that's that becomes a big question. Now, does it provide a perspective in which women now feel or a woman now feels that she has to step 
up into the masculine role in order to provide the balance needed in the family? This is another big question. We're finding uh, right now, my wife and I, my wife gets this question all the time and I get it from women, but there's so many women in today's society having to step into the masculine role. And the reason being is many of them are, are taking on the entrepreneurship journey in the workforce. There's many that are being put into upper echelon C-suites and management roles. So you have a lot of women taking prominent, powerful positions that require a masculine essence and effort to be in that position. So they're carrying more of the behaviors and traits of the masculine. Now, it's not naturally where women reside, which is why it's very taxing on them emotionally. It's very taxing on them mentally, psychologically. And when they get home, they tend to struggle dropping back into the feminine, even though naturally they want to be back in the feminine. And also it causes a role dynamic in which it fractures that conversation between the male and the female when men don't know how to handle or feel confident in handling a woman who's coming home in the masculine and then him taking that role back on in the family and allowing her to drop into the feminine. There's a healthy way to do this and a very unhealthy way to do this. I see a lot of unhealthy behaviors in the world today because of the fact that you know men don't know how to acknowledge this or handle it. And I also see a lot of healthy ways in the development space where men are doing better about handling it and taking that masculine role back without trying to overpower her, but allowing her to feel safe to drop into the feminine. Now, back to my original question is if a man is vulnerable, does that provide or in the and the women and the, the kids see it, does it provide a perspective where the woman now feels she has to step in the masculine role. Because remember, inherently, my personal opinion is subconsciously she's going to see the weakness and going to be probably a little turned off by it, but then also probably a little unsafe, which means now she thinks she may have to ramp up the masculine role. Does that actually happen? As a woman, think about this as well as like, does that make you want to step more up in the masculine role in the family because now you've seen a vulnerability or do you believe it would make you? Maybe not. I don't know. But all great questions, in my opinion, of what we have to really consider when we're talking about men opening up in vulnerability to their wives or long-term partner, because the balance of that masculine and feminine has to be within the family, has to have there for, for you guys to really flow together and for you guys to feel safe with one another. We want to reside in our natural essence of who we are, which is the masculine role and the feminine role. Now, another question I had for this is, does the woman then stop tapping into or feel less comfortable in being feminine? So even dropping into the feminine, does she now feel less comfortable in being that if a man opens up to being vulnerable and showing you know, those issues within? I would have to say that probably yes. I would have to agree that they would inherently want to be in that masculine a little more because the fact that now they're uncomfortable. Like a woman gets into the masculine because it has that protective essence to it. It has that staunch um, kind of uh, obstinance to it 
and it's got a firm stance, right? And that's kind of part of that masculine. And does she want to be in that role a little more because of not feeling safe? That's a big question because safety is a huge thing for women. They always come to me about it. You know, when I coach women, I run a women's course and on uh, an e-course for women. And part of it is women, they come out to this development piece early on in the course that they want to have safety. Now, this has been pretty consistent and it's something that also I've heard a lot from my wife's clients is that women want safety. So that safety that they desire, that they crave, that safety has to be given through the ability for the man to hold that space and hold that masculinity. And if they're not doing it or doing it in the perceived way in which we've been handed off this understanding of the masculine roles and the masculine and feminine dynamics within relationships, if they're not doing that, does the woman not feel comfortable in that environment to drop into the feminine and create that healthy relationship? Because the men, the men also want the women to be feminine, right? And that's part of what really attracts us to women is that you guys have that femininity that we crave so much that we want to protect, that we want to take care of, you know? And so that becomes a big question. If a woman doesn't feel safe to be in that feminine, inherently, if she's already being provoked to be in the masculine, she has no ability to even drop back into the feminine. So now does the man being vulnerable and sharing with her, does that prevent the relationship from growing? Does that uh, stunt the relationship? Does that even deteriorate the relationship? It's a big, big question. Now, I don't, again, I don't want to leave us with just a problem. So the answer I have for this is yes, men can actually balance this. There is a way to be vulnerable, to have the outlets to be vulnerable, to do it regularly, however, not place the burden on your family. And it's not to not show them. I think that they should see some kinds of vulnerability, but I think necessarily the vulnerability I look at is more empathy. They should see empathy from you, not necessarily what could be perceived as weakness. And it's not that you're hiding it. I don't want to say hide it. And I think that's an unhealthy way to look at this. I think that if you leverage your outlets appropriately, you're exposing that vulnerability, but you're exposing it to certain people who can understand it and not impact your relationship dynamics, all while being very honest about it with your family. So what do I mean by this, right? So men's groups are amazing for this, whether you're doing it in church, whether you're doing it outside of church, whether you're doing an online one, guys need to get involved in men's group. And you guys have heard me talk about this and I will continue to advocate for this till I'm blue in the face. It's that those men's groups are the ability to give you an outlet in which you can expose the vulnerability, allow others who can associate with it to hear that vulnerability. And then you can allow yourself to really share without deteriorating your intimate relationships with your family and throwing off the role dynamics of the masculine and feminine. Now, that is one of the ways to do it. We can allow ourselves the ability to expose ourselves and not end up 
causing dysfunction of being the protector of being the man in the relationship of being the one who's unflappable the one who can manage chaos the one who can create solutions like we don't have to totally rid ourselves of that role and we can also give ourselves the ability to step out of that role not necessarily with our family again i'm not saying that this is right or wrong this is just i actually saw the context of what he was saying and i sat with this for probably a good like week or two weeks really thinking about it could we do this and i think if we give ourselves the ability to have these outlets like men's groups or any other close circle of friends i mean I've talked about this before, but even like Dr. Wayne Dyer would go to Alcoholics Anonymous. Now, he wasn't an alcoholic, but he went to Alcoholics Anonymous. And even being able to expose issues in a group that has pure anonymity and give yourself the ability to be heard and seen on a regular basis you can then relieve yourself of that energy, relieve yourself of, of any negativity. You can have other people help you through those struggles and then not actually necessarily expose those in particular issues with your family, but you can let them know what you're doing, right? So this is where I think the balance comes in. You can allow them to see and hear that you're growing while not actually having to give them that information of what exactly you're dealing with so that therefore you're not exposing any dysfunction to the role dynamics within the relationship, okay? I think that's a, an incredibly healthy way to handle this. As I said, contextually, I think that that if we look at this where inherently subconsciously children and women will be affected by by men exposing that stuff but we need men to expose those things because part of the problem we're in right now is men have been taught not to expose those things i think giving ourselves the freedom to do that in the right container with the right people is the outlet or are the outlets that can give us the ability to be healthier versions of men and evolve as men as opposed to the past and all the while allowing our family to say yeah to know that we're going to things like a men's group that we're going to something some kind of group where we share these things so we can help process it and not necessarily have to put the burden or uh, put the psychological unknown on the family. I think that is a really good way to do it. So I bottom line, I, I say about all of this is men do need to work on themselves. We need to find our blind spots and we can't find our blind spots without other people's perceptions. We need to allow ourselves to be vulnerable and we need to expose our issues to other people within society. So one, we can hear about how we are not alone because the majority of men will be struggling with something similar. And number two, to allow us to release that energetic connection to things that are negative internally for us. That is all a positive outlet for us. And we just need to find the right container. So at the end of the day, that's what I'm trying to say is we all need to be working on ourselves. We all need these outlets, but we don't necessarily need to burden our partners with those things 
things and allow those things to be released to another container, a friend, a close friend who actually is developing as well or improving as well. Those are our mentor. Those are all great outlets that we can use. So think about how you as a man could do that to work on yourself, to find your blind spots, to maintain your masculine role within your relationship, and to allow the safety for your partner, your long-term partner, your wife to be able to dive into their femininity and still feel safe to do so to keep the relationship going and thriving. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a really challenging one for me to come up with because I really did not want to agree with this gentleman, but I saw what he was saying and I and I do kind of agree. I kind of agree with it as you can tell from this. So hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you guys did have not done it, please head over to Apple iTunes, give us a five-star review, let everybody know what you like about the show because if you can help one other person find us, that is a huge win because then they can have this content to hopefully improve their lives and their happiness. I appreciate everybody who comes over and listens. I hope you guys really enjoy that we continue to put this stuff out and you guys are what makes all of this worth it and happen. So thank you so much. As always, remember that the world deserves a better caliber of man and it's our obligation to give it to him.